Let's fuck about it. Let's just fuck about it. We should fuck about it. Oh. Hi, and welcome to our very first episode of Let's Fuck About It. I have my boyfriend Cam with me here today. Cam, how are you on this fine Friday? You know, we started it off getting some uh, breakfast burritos and getting some morning heads. So I feel like those are two things that go pretty uh, good together, if you ask me. Uh, so far, pretty good Friday. That does sound like a good Friday. Um, before we get started, I wanted to plug our socials before we forget. So if you're trying to find me anywhere, you can always look at summerstone.co. That's .co. That just has like everything, all the niche links and everything. My Twitter is Summerstone with three E's at the end. Cam's Twitter is Summers underscore Cam and then another underscore. Instagram is Seashell Slut, but spelled with like a V for slut. So S-E-A-S-H-E-L-L-S-L-V-T. YouTube is Summer underscore Stone. And then, of course, OnlyFans is going to be OnlyFans.com slash Summerstone. And I did want to just say that if you are someone who's looking to get into online sex work, that's the space that me and Cam are both in, um, you can go ahead and shoot me an email at hello at summerstone.co if you're interested in using my affiliate link. I do benefit from you using that. It's like a referral link. So I would get the portion of your earnings that OnlyFans usually receive. So I would love to help anyone who's wanting to use that link get started and just kind of show them the ropes of what I know. And so yeah, that's um, everything I want to plug before we get started. And Cam, what weed are we smoking today? Today we're uh, smoking a pineapple smoothie. It's a sativa. Um, We rolled up a spoopy little jay and you know sometimes it's okay to wake and bake and that's how we kind of started our day uh but you know a wake and bake is always better when you get a cup of coffee so summer what cup of coffee did we have today so yesterday i actually brewed the trader joe's bag of ecuador on our chemex and then completely forgot about it so we went ahead and bottled that up once it cooled and we drank that this morning, or we're still drinking that this morning with some of the Trader Joe's brown sugar creamer. Um, Cam poured his right on top, and I frothed mine up with a little bit of cinnamon. Both are delicious. This next part of the podcast is going to be called Sex Ed. So today, Cam has a sex history fun fact to share with us, and I'm just going to talk about some sex current events so why don't you take it away? So Summer, did you know that in ancient Rome, sex work was a legal and popular profession? And at one point, a census confirmed that there were 32,000 sex workers operating in the city. So to assist in helping the Romans and their travelers find out where all these brothels are, they had signs in the shape of a penis pointing into the direction of where you wanted to go to find said sex workers. When you started saying your fun fact, I thought I was going to say, yes, I did know that. And then you got to like the middle 
And I didn't know any of that. I didn't know the amount of people. I definitely didn't know about the penis signs. But thank you for sharing because I'm very happy to know about those things now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I can see, you know, all across the United States, we have penis signs pointing to the nearest brothel. It's the future, really. I mean, they really had it figured out, those Romans. So major vibe change here because your fact was very fun. Um, but I'm going to talk about the super depressing drag ban that's happening in Tennessee which you probably already know about if you don't live under a rock, but if you have been blissfully living under a rock, um, it basically just says that no one can be in drag in public spaces, outdoors, or anywhere where a child could see. And this is, of course, made to target queer people and to target drag events. And it's just obviously absurd because we all know that the biggest threat to anyone at a drag event is the threat of someone coming in to commit a hate crime with the intention of, you know, committing violence against um, someone in drag. So that's super depressing. And as two people who have both been to, you know, drag events, we know what goes on there. And it is, you know, not this grooming that they say is happening. And it's just really sad that our government wants to tell people how they can express themselves and really just, you know, use laws in their favor to put marginalized groups down. And it's just like not even addressing the root issues that are going on here. And I think that's the worst part. Okay, so since it's our first episode, I did want to kind of do a little bit of a Q&A and just like more of an introduction type thing. So I asked on my Instagram story what questions you guys had for me and Cam. And honestly, there was a lot of questions and a lot of them I think were about more like specific topics than getting to know us. So I think we'll definitely have to do a future episode um, and use more of those questions. But I chose a few that I thought would be good for just getting to know us. So we're going to jump into those. And the first question is, how did we meet? Do you want to answer that, Cam? Uh, you know, you could call me Summer's number one fan from the start because back in the day, back in the Tumblr days, if you want to go that far, uh, you know, she was posting them booty pics on the TL and uh, I couldn't help myself but comment. And this was before sex work, you know, like people were doing sex work, but OnlyFans wasn't even around at this time. So this wasn't, you know, her trying to sell on Tumblr. It was just like hot girl, hot booty. And I, yeah, I just, you know, I couldn't help myself. I had to comment on it and it kind of just went from there, you know, like pretty organically we started talking and yeah. Yeah. So from my perspective, same thing. Like I was posting, you know, thirst traps on Tumblr. We had followed each other on there for a while. We went to a lot of the same like beaches. We would post a lot of similar content from the same areas. And we ended up just chatting a little bit after we'd been kind of having some like flirty comments back and forth and then eventually following each other on Instagram and after like texting for a while just it was like flirty but it was also like we could have just ended up being friends maybe um finally we ended up hanging out after we went to a concert one night and the rest is history um something that i 
will always think is so special from the time of us getting to know each other is that the second time that me and Cam ever hung out, we actually went on a camping trip for a week. So that was, I think, a good uh, little glimpse into what our relationship was going to be like. And yeah, I think that's so special. Yeah, definitely one of the more spontaneous things I've ever done. And ever since then, it's been just like the most wild ride. Uh, Yeah, I love it. It's great. And then the next question is, what were your lives like before? I want to hear about jobs, roommates, etc. Yeah, so traditionally I have a background in photography and, you know, shooting videos for a variety of projects. I was always working on, you know, shooting people's weddings or photo photography for weddings and also working on commercial work, but when COVID hit, obviously no one's, you know, having those big extravagant weddings and, you know, spending money on someone to shoot their video when they're not, you know, being able to have their family with them to experience these events. So it was just like complete 180 having to focus on working in customer service just to get by for a bit there. Um, But then circling back into like eventually, you know, this is something we'll probably talk about later is like why we started OnlyFans is like I did have the technical aspect of being able to shoot photos and edit video and it kind of just melded well with like what Summer wanted to do and that's kind of like our dynamic even now, right? So for me, I am a full-time student. I already was a full-time student, but I was working um, multiple jobs, like a server job and a nanny job, and then picking up like random work. I was in horrible burnout. I had like five roommates, all college students. No one was getting along. Um, You know, it was just like a very stressful time for me. And I don't think I've honestly ever been that deep into burnout. So then, you know, COVID happens and I had, I was actually getting um, some money from my server job during that time that I wasn't able to work, but everything else fell off. Um, And, you know, college wasn't just like free all of a sudden just because everything was shut down. You know, we're doing these Zoom classes and stuff and I still have to pay for it. And then we kind of just started talking and we had always, you know, like filmed ourselves in bed and made um, porn for ourselves. And we'd always said that this is something we probably wanted to transition into doing, OnlyFans that is, we wanted to transition into doing. And it just felt like the perfect timing because we just kind of didn't have an excuse anymore. Uh, We had all the time in the world and we needed to find something, some way to pay for our lives um, other than obviously being able to work in person. So I would, I feel like it was such a beautiful and romantic time when we did transition into making content for OnlyFans because it was just like an idea that we'd had for so long just coming to life. So I know that's kind of, I'm getting away from the question here, but yeah, that's what it was kind of like before and then um, how we got started. Yeah. And it wasn't like off the bat, something that like we we did not know a single thing about OnlyFans and we did not know anyone else doing it. And it was a lot of like just learning things as we go and making a lot of mistakes and just honestly just figuring it out because it wasn't like what it is now compared to even what it was at the start of COVID. It's a completely different beast. Like, like I don't, there's so many more resources out there now 
like to help you get started than when we when we were starting it was like looking in like the dark crevices of youtube for like how-to videos and just trying to like find out how you can market yourself was like i don't know really hard for us to figure out at first but it was really fun because we would just you know we needed content we would just go on these little trips or little adventures or we'd spend the whole day at the beach like you know shooting some some nudity or you know shooting some flashes or seeing what we could get away with and yeah i mean it's it's been a crazy little couple of years figuring it out but definitely one of the best things i think for our relationship it's been like monumental i would say mm-hmm. also I will say we knew one person who was doing um, sex work at the time, and she quit maybe two weeks after we started, because um, I think she she kind of went into it like, oh, if this ends up being an easy thing, I'll do it, but she wasn't like super committed to it, and so it's so funny to me now, like, she would be shocked if, like, every time I fill her in on something, she's so shocked at how far we've come. Yeah, I remember you'd like catch up with her and she'd be like, yeah, I stopped doing OnlyFans, but I still get random checks all all the time. And it turned out that that was the residuals from like signing up with her link because like you were just still making her money after she wasn't doing OnlyFans. It was like, kind of felt good, honestly. Like, yeah, we could, we're still doing it. We're grinding at this thing for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about this more in like a future episode if we ever talk about like just how to get started. But I do think that if you can find someone who is willing to offer like some form of coaching, even on a really small scale or a friend who can kind of talk you through it, if you use their affiliate link or referral link, I think that's the best way to do it just because it is so confusing when you get started and it's really helpful to just kind of have that community right off the bat. But you definitely can still find that community regardless. Um, Sex workers are I would say generally very eager to help each other. Yeah. So the next question that we got on Instagram was, how has sex work changed our relationship? I mean, I think every relationship, it like starts with some radical honesty and being able to communicate with your partner, but even more so when, you know, the complications or the, I don't know if complications is the word or the, the complexities of adding sex work into, you know, your relationship. And I will be brutally honest. Like at first I was like, I'm cool with it. Like I get it. Like it's all, it's easy to just be someone's, you know, sex work partner. Cause I just wasn't even as involved in it. But then I would like at the beginning, I'd be like, why are you sexting someone right now? And it's like, <laughs> it was like just work, you know, some, some of it definitely took me some time to like adjust to, and just having those conversations where it was like really breaking down like what feelings am I feeling and are they valid and like sometimes they were and sometimes it was I was way off base you know like definitely just our communication has you know just gotten like there's nothing I don't tell Summer like she's the first person I tell something to always you know we're always communicating about different things like the best way we can. Yeah, I really like what you said about figuring out what you're feeling exactly because I think that's been a huge part of everything for me is, you know, 
it is a lot of just like unfamiliar territory, like alone and as a couple. So I think for both of us, there's been a lot of things where we just don't know what we're feeling about something or we don't know where to set a boundary about something because we just kind of have to feel it out together. And it is confusing when you don't know how to put a name to what you're feeling or how to like properly express yourself. But I think we've both learned not only to be more, you know, expressive with each other and more willing to just say, hey, I don't know how I'm feeling about this yet. I'm processing it. Like, we'll keep talking about it. But also to be, you know, just more patient with each other while we figure out how we're feeling because I think um, for both of us, it's difficult to like walk away from a conversation feeling like something's unresolved or we don't know where we landed on something. But at the end of the day, sometimes you aren't going to figure out exactly how you're feeling in an hour, you know? Yeah. And that's honestly why this podcast is named Let's Fuck About It. Because, you know, sometimes like you could only argue or talk about something so, so long before you just start working in a circle and it's like sometimes it's okay to just take a break and fuck about it and (laughs) circle back later because it like completely resets both your both your perspectives and you're you really like what am I mad about here like what what are we like what are we doing you know like let's just fuck about it (laughs) exactly I also did want to say um that I feel like because at this point both of us are doing this full time Um, you know, I definitely think that not every couple is made to be in business with each other. Um, I think we had our doubts in the beginning of if it would be a healthy dynamic for us or not. And it was something that we revisited a lot to say, how are we feeling about this? Um, because it was a lot of conflict and a lot of new conflict that, you know, we hadn't faced before. But yeah, for us, it actually has been so beautiful. And I just feel like obviously Cam is my best friend. And yeah, it's just like another way that I feel so close to him now. But I definitely think it's something you have to be very real with yourself about and with your partner about if you, you know, actually should be in business together. Yeah, like not only is the business aspect of it there, but there's just there's so many little intricacies of just starting sex work and starting your only fans that like need to be discussed before if if it's your first time you guys are doing something together as a couple like the the, the simple questions of like are you going to show face or are you going to go by a different name because there's a lot of people out there that are you know writing on some influencer you know some cred they got that street cred <laughs> they already got those 200,000 followers on their fashion account and they're deciding you know, am I going to stay as this person and promote myself as a sex worker now? Or, you know, am I just going to have to start fresh with new name, you know, no face, new face? Uh, or, you know, just even the, the person that is sitting in their room right now with no following wanting to start, they still have to make those same decisions of, you know, what am I comfortable showing online? And what, because once it's out there, it's out there. Like, we we uh we only recently started you know having our our brand identity being protected by you know DMCA removal but it's like the stuff's out there on the internet you know like it, internet is forever like it's a it's a strange beast but it's yeah a lot of things we have to talk about when we're when we were starting that i don't think i've ever thought i would have that conversation 
Yeah, I, I really never saw us um, being as, like, sexually open as we are now, too, because we always kind of talked about, like, swinging and stuff like that, but, I mean, now that I'm doing collabs, it's, like, Cam is literally behind the camera filming, like, an HD video of me eating another girl's pussy, and it's just so crazy because, I mean, obviously, these things aren't really on your mind most of the time if you're not a sex worker the first time that you're you know, starting to get to know someone, especially because before I think we both would have considered, our, I mean, even now we would both consider ourselves like monogamous, I would say. Monogamish. Monogamish. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would say that's something that um, really changed about our relationship once we started, you know, it's like you're, you're having these way more honest conversations than you ever thought you would have um, about topics you've never even considered. So, yeah, I think that's how it's changed the most. Listen, guys, if you're on the fence out there, if your girlfriend wants to, you know, hook up with a girl in front of you while you film it, I it's a 10 out of 10 experience. So, you know, uh, I like to say I'll try anything twice, and we did that twice in one day, and I think I'll keep doing that one for sure. <laughs> and then another question we got is, what are the biggest challenges of sex work in our relationship? Honestly, I feel like we kind of answered this. Yeah. But, yeah, it is just those conversations you have to have that are so much harder. Is there anything else you'd want to add? Uh, no, not really. I feel like we kind of covered everything in regards to, like, relationship. But I'm sure there will be, like, future episodes where we kind of, like, dive into it. Just, like, even more in the, you know, how the dynamic is or, yeah, whatever. You know, be able to answer more questions for fans or just other sex workers who are, like, help, I want my boyfriend to be part of my sex work or my girlfriend or you know whatever um so yeah yeah i would say the only thing that we didn't super get into is just that shifting of boundaries and having to check back in on boundaries like sometimes it feels so redundant when we check back in on the same thing a million times like hey are you still comfortable with this i know we've been doing this for a while seems like it's working out like what do you think of this um and yeah, it is just like, sometimes you don't want to talk about things so much, but there's just like so many conversations that you have to have. But I will move on from that because I feel like I've been talking about the same kind of thing for a minute. So the next question that we have and the last question is favorite content to film together. Uh, I mean, we love a good like hotel fuck. I'm going to be real. Like we're on vacation. It's a... Uh usually accompanied by, you know, some social lubricant. Yeah, take that <laughs> as you will. And uh, we just film our best videos. I feel like it's the most, like, animalistic. When we're, like, on a <laughs> hotel, it's, you're, like, no inhibition. You're just, like, let's just fucking do it. Like, I think that's, like, honestly some of the best stuff we shoot. Yes, absolutely. I was going to say the same thing. Um, my favorite content to film is definitely our vacation content, um, obviously especially together it's just the best part of the job like we've gotten to go on so many wonderful trips together that ended up being so content focused and it's like the sexiest kind of weekend because you just know you're gonna get fucked a bunch you're gonna make a bunch of really beautiful porn and yeah it's when we feel the most inspired for sure so yeah I just think there's nothing better that's my favorite kind of content and then in terms of just like being more specific I do like any kind of video that we have to make a mess for. 
Um, I feel like that's always the most fun because like you said, it's like you're just releasing your inhibition. So the messier, the better. I would also add like the vacation part is uh, we usually end up trying to find like uh, some cool spots that we could film some public stuff. And that's always like, I think that's always been one of our things. I don't know if you want to tell the beach story. Yeah, I mean, the first time that we ever kissed, I ended up sucking Cam's dick on the beach immediately after, so it's definitely something that we enjoy. A running theme, <laughs> yeah, is, uh, you know, getting off in public, but if you haven't tried it yet, I I recommend it. Yeah, I mean, if I was if I was to close my eyes and just, like, picture what I wanted, you know, my life to look like, like, dream career or whatever, I would picture, you know, us traveling and having a lot of sex and like filming beautiful porn and taking beautiful pictures so definitely that's the best part of everything so that's my favorite content for sure do you have anything else to add cam uh i don't know i feel like that's kind of a nice natural spot to kind of end this first one uh i mean if you guys have any questions for us in the future you could always you know summer's gonna plug those links but reach out to us either of us on twitter and you know those are probably our most active sites for us to be able to communicate with people. And yeah, you want to take it away? Yeah, so I'm holding on to a few more Q&A questions that we got on Instagram today that we didn't have time for. Um, but if you have more questions, make sure you're following me on Instagram because I'll definitely keep asking for Q&A questions. That way, I'll plug my socials in a second here. But thank you so much for listening to our first episode of Let's Talk About It. We have been so nervous and so excited to make this project like come to life for so long. And as someone who is literally always listening to a podcast around the house or at the gym or whatever, it's so exciting to me that so many sex workers are coming out with these not safe for work podcasts. And yeah, we're just so excited to be a part of it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and plug our socials so you can make sure that you're following us everywhere. So if you want to keep up with us, all of my links are at summerstone.co, that's C-O. Um, and then our most active socials are, of course, OnlyFans. So it's OnlyFans.com slash Summerstone. And then also both of us are on Twitter. So my Twitter is Summerstone with three E's at the end. Cam's Twitter is summers underscore cam underscore. Don't forget that last underscore. My Instagram is seashell slut with a V for the U. So S-E-A-S-H-E-L-L-S-L-V-T. And then my YouTube where I've been posting some try-on hauls and lingerie kind of try-on stuff like that is summer underscore stone so it would mean the world to us if you follow us and keep up with us and thanks for listening also um you know we appreciate those five star reviews so it really helps any podcast that you're enjoying uh i know it takes uh, only a couple seconds rate us five stars rate your other favorite podcast five stars really uh helps more eyes get on you know some of the your favorite projects so yeah have a good day, everybody. Bye. Have a good day. Let's fuck about it. Let's just fuck about it. We should